Meet Will and Tom, two seemingly ordinary men, cursed with a gift of vast knowledge that is forever expanding, possessing incredible insight with unparalleled skills and expertise. Let us join them as they embark on a journey to quench their thirst for the truth while answering the questions to life's most intriguing mysteries. Let us open our minds and ask, Dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? William Stark. Congratulations. Here's your diploma. Thomas Case. Congratulations. Here's your diploma. And now, ladies and gentlemen, esteemed faculty, your valedictorian, Fritz Frivolous. Um, <clears throat> Fritz Frivolous. <clears throat> Fritz Frivolous. Has anyone seen Fritz Frivolous? Welcome back, everybody. This is Tom Case. This is William Stark. Will, I have a very fun one this time because we get to... <laughs> versus I, I a know it's a, fun versus one. the other ones, yeah. <laughs> uh, because this time we get to go through and choose something that we... You know, it's probably like a dream of ours or something that we've had, right? Okay. And we get to discuss it. And the question is... What if you had to get a PhD? What Ooh. field of study would you choose and why? The parameters okay. of this is you have the time and money. And you <laughs> could pick any college or university. That's not really the you know, the important parts of this question. The question the, is the way you pose this question has actually kind of uh not startled me. That's not the right <laughs> uh but like surprised me. Like it, the way you phrase it, I think is different than the way I would have imagined me asking this question. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, okay, so you're saying, like, right now I have to start working on a PhD? Is that the question? Um, Or is this, like, I I was all, like, when when I proposed the PhD question, because this was a question that I had proposed. Yeah, this is your question. My take was, wasn't, like, if I had to get one now, it's, like, if I had, if my life had gone a different way. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Um, But I'm down with either. I'm down with the way you phrase this, too. I I honestly, I I look at it as, like, you know, have you heard of the term of someone saying, like, oh, it's the spirit of the law or whatever, right? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't mean you're going for it word for word verbatim. You're just, I I think the, the mean. Meaning what I found behind this question was just, you know, if you got, yeah, like if you got the PhD, what do you think most likely you would have gotten it in? You know what I mean? Okay. Given the chance that you had the time. Well, why don't we answer money, both questions? Because I find them both good. interesting. It's just, yeah, you that, always like, you know, I think, word I think it a little different. you're. The way that your brain works, the way my brain works, are very different. Yeah. So, so a lot of times when I this, I notice this happens a lot, I will submit a question to you, and when you give me the question back, you word it differently. <laughs> yeah. To a point where I'm like, oh, that means something totally different than what I meant. <laughs> but let's talk about both. It's like I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kinda. <laughs> it's just it's I find it interesting. Um, so let's start. Well, which which one? Number one, do you have a deep dive? So yes, I think <laughs> okay. uh, you know. While Fritz is off to at university, you know, getting his PhD. I don't even know who Fritz is anymore at this point. (laughs) Uh, I say we do go to the deep dive. Okay, let's do it. Details from the deep. So I I actually looked up some facts about uh, the PhD, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
less than 1% of the population attains a PhD. I would imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're obviously, it's not just, you know, tough, but like, you know, there's a lot of factors that go in the time and the money. And there's time, there's money. Know. It is very difficult. It um, is, yeah. But also, there's not a lot of jobs that require the PhD. So like, you know, a lot oh, of times, true too. a lot of times yeah. people are going to school in order to pursue a particular career. So they're going to get the school that is demanded for their career. So it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's correct. You know? Um, The term philosophy and doctor of philosophy is used uh, to mean love of wisdom, which uh, is its original Greek meaning. I fucking love wisdom. Yeah, I I love wisdom so much. Uh, A full-time PhD students typically do not have to pay tuition. In fact, through stipends and assistantships, some PhD candidates earn more than what bachelor's degree holders earn. Wow. I mean, it makes sense to a certain degree. If you've already reached that level, if you're that promising, like there's a lot of programs out there. There's a lot of people that that want you know people to, yeah. to attain that level of education. So that you know, and that makes sense to me. Yeah, especially in the fields that and they're probably going to go to. And there's so few people that get to that level. It just yeah, it, yeah, that that tracks for me. So when that you know industry is going to need someone else, mm-hmm. they're looking already at the up and comers. You know, right? Like, exactly. Exactly. Uh, approximately fifty percent of those who earn a traditional PhD obtain faculty positions. Wow, over half or half about. Yeah, makes sense. Um, some traditional PhD graduates find it difficult to obtain employment as employers often consider them overqualified. This happens a lot, actually. That sucks. Um, and <laughs> I don't know if this is still a current thing, but I remember reading that a lot of police departments do not like to hire people who either test too high on their IQ test or are too well educated. And it's, to me, it's actually detrimental to our police system. Yeah, but that's the, weird. I, Why? The, quote unquote excuse is that they find those types of people become bored with with the job that is police law enforcement oh. which <clears throat> i i don't think is completely without merit because i think a lot of police work is you know the filling out the paperwork or just yeah. doing the day to day right you know and that can be boring for a lot of people um but i think by doing that you are weeding out a lot of the critical thinkers who are going to like better the job mm-hmm. and better the efficiency of the job and also like in the United States, the police force has a very paramilitary ideology and like oh, culture. I see. Yeah, and in in military culture, you don't necessarily want your your privates questioning orders, right? Yeah, you just want them to follow them, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the great mistake here of like keeping people of higher IQ and higher intelligence out of law enforcement is you get a bunch of people that do things the way they're told and they don't think of trying to make things better or do things in a better way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. While the thinkers, the people who do have the higher IQs would be questioning like, why don't we do it like this? What if we change this? Right. That's I could see that. Um, Not all advisors are equal. While tenured professors typically have access to more grant money and connections, non-tenured professors tend to be more uh, personally available. It can be beneficial to have both on the advisory committee. Uh, Okay. Students may continue their education beyond a master's degree by earning a traditional PhD. However, some clinical PhD programs accept students who have completed a bachelor's degree. Okay, Hmm. for sure. Uh, PhD students learn to write grants and obtain funding from investors for their research, experiments, travel, and salary. Mm-hmm. Now that 
I, I find that very smart. Yeah. Obviously, you know what I mean? You're going to need money to do some of these things that whatever it is that you're doing. You're so, going to need a lot of money to do a lot yeah. of these things. Yeah. So I assume, and there probably is like a full on class and course that teach you specifically how to go and get this money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's part of the business for sure. You know, it's part of, uh, you know, every single, um, study, every, all the ologies out here, they're all trying to justify their existence and they do that. By going out and convincing corporations, individual investors, universities into funding them. Yeah, because I mean, otherwise, I mean, I hate to say it because like it's a fight to survive in the in the world of science for sure. Yeah, and it's it. I I hate to say like you know how much, uh, you know, research or certain things that that we may have found out has been lost because they couldn't get funding for yeah, certain things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> yeah, unfortunately, so much of what we do learn is skewed by what's profitable. And yeah. it's very unfortunate. Yeah, that is true, too, because then the people you're getting money from, they're going to want some type they of want results, results. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. And, yeah. and it's most likely going to be they want a result that they're going to be able to exploit. You right, know what I mean? right. So. Um, and, and funnily enough, like one of the ways in which technology has boomed was from a thing that had nothing to do with money in the first place. And that was a space race. Like oh, how many yeah. things did NASA discover or come up with or contractors working for NASA discover or come up with that was all just to try and get us, you know, into space first. And honestly, that that's more of like a, a political national war thing. Yeah. But like there was no... <laughs> Um, monetary incentive, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's and, true. Like to this day, NASA is responsible to countless things that like we take for granted nowadays. Yeah, all because of a space race. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, not all fields have a PhD degree program, which makes sense. I mm-hmm. mean, <laughs> what like not all fields would probably need that. And then the last one I have here is honorary doctorate degrees are granted to individuals by some universities to formally recognize and honor them for contributions to their field or for philanthropy. Sure. Cornell University, University of Virginia, Caltech, uh, Rice University, and MIT do not award honorary PhDs. Yeah. I mean, honorary PhDs are, are essentially for our big thank yous to people who may not be scientists, but have done a lot to, yeah, to, to further their, the, the further the scientific of, yeah. community. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times that's going to be through philanthropy, but yeah. not always, but a lot of times, mm-hmm. you know, but I like that they do that. I mean, yeah. you know, because it, when you show that they recognize people for that, you know what I mean? It, it also starts to bring, hopefully it'll start to bring the eye back towards whatever it is that they're doing, you know? Right. I mean? exactly. So like, yeah. Which is what you need. You need you need eyes on it, right? If you want anyone to even pay attention to you. Right. So to your question, um, which would you want to tackle first? Like what would we – if we could go back and we had to uh, um, yeah, get a PhD over the course of our lives, what would mm-hmm. we do? Or do you want to do if we had to do it now? I I say, okay, yeah, let's do – let's first do like if we back through our life, you know, going okay. through we want you – know, Okay. Did you want to go first? You yeah. Want to go? I, I think I'll go first. Okay. I'll, um, and, and because I remember gr- when I was growing up, um, I actually found this very, very interesting, um, which was uh, marine biology, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I love all animals, you know what I mean? Uh, and it's not just specifically marine, you know, animals that I would love to to treat, but I did find them very interesting, you know what I mean? Marine life, mm-hmm. um, especially like cephalopods, you know what I mean? Things, things like that, of that nature, and... 
I think if I were to be able to have like growing up, if I did have that time and the money, I probably would have went into that uh, to get a doctorate into that, which is, which would be different than what the other half of the question you wanted to do. You know, if you had to do it now. So, okay. My question, marine biology, I think that's a pretty popular choice. That's pretty Mm -hmm. popular ology, if you will. Yeah. (laughs) Um, what is it that attracts you to marine biology? What would you want to do? Like, what would you want your, your job to be like what is your idea of use when it comes to your marine biology phd i think what i would want to do is i always thought it was cool about you know like seeing how certain animals heal themselves you know certain certain abilities certain innate abilities that they just have okay you know let's say like starfish can regrow limbs sure so can, so can other cephalopods and yeah, certain things sure, sure, sure. um i would want to use my job to further the study of those okay. types of animals you're trying to create a weapon x i see <laughs> yeah, i see yeah, what this exactly, is coming right. from <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean and how then, can i make myself wolverine yeah exactly i'll splice my dna uh-huh. with starfish dna and and hopefully you know when, when i'm searching in the depths you know of the ocean i'll find some raw adamantium no just like (laughs) no uh no but i i do i would want to somehow like further the studies of these animals and those abilities to then lead into medical advancements Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. that i think that's how i would want to use my okay that's i i like that a lot one of the reasons that i liked that we're kind of exploring this question from two ways is because i did feel a little odd about like okay if if I got to choose and redo it, like, sure, I might choose astronomy, but quite frankly, I'm not much of a, of a mathematics person. Like, mm. I'm very uh, – my brain doesn't work very well that way. So, like, realistically, like, choosing astronomy for me, my PhD thing would be a terrible choice. I would probably oh. very much not succeed at it or, or just be, like, the worst astronomer on the planet. <laughs> um but because now we can do like, oh, what what if we got to like pursue our dream PhD, what would it yeah. be? But also like if you had to do one now, what would you choose? I, I, it's like have your cake and eat it too kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you chose marine biology. Is there anything you want to add to that before we, we talk about like your what would you do if you had to do it now? Uh Oh, add to the like, no, no, no. I don't have anything more to okay, add. Okay, real quick question. Than... What's your favorite ocean animal? Oh, man. I would have to say the octopus. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. a great choice. That's, mm-hmm. that's I love, my fiance's favorite animal in the world. Yeah, it is awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's I, a really cool it's, animal. It's very smart. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I one thing I did want to bring though, bring up on this uh, now that we talked about my favorite animal, is I think it's on Netflix still. Oh, it's my called My teacher. Octopus the- it's an uh, teacher. Excellent documentary. Oh, yeah. I love that documentary. It's a good it was documentary. So good about a dude in South Africa, right? I think so. Uh, yeah. Who I think was it every day for a year. Mm-hmm. He would, would – it was a scuba dive or snorkel? He would snorkel, Oh, he right? was snorkeling at first. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think but he did both. Yeah. yeah, he would go out there and he, he noticed an octopus that lived near where he lived. Mm-hmm. And he kept tabs on it over the course of a year. Yeah. And basically kind of formed a, a kind of a relationship with it. Like they were familiar yeah, with he, each he other. he befriended the uh, octopus. And, you know, <laughs> in, in, in a certain respect, you could say the octopus kind of kept tabs on him too. You know sure, I mean? like, absolutely. Because he would be able – the octopus would – would recognize him mm-hmm, you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um it's a yeah it, i i won't say any more for spoilers but it is a very very cool documentary yeah i would highly recommend it please try to watch that film yeah okay tom so if basically someone held a gun to your head now <laughs> yeah and was like you need to get a phd i'll give you the appropriate amount of time to get a phd but if after that appropriate amount of time you do not have a phd mm-hmm. you're dead what <laughs> what phd would you get tom <laughs> you know what uh, now would be a little bit different 
for me, right? Uh-huh. Now I think I would choose something that I think would be more realistic, like more like more <laughs> realistic, more of something, you know, and that would probably be somewhere in information technology. You know okay, what I mean? Just because I know of like, you know, there's do they have gonna, PhDs in information technology? They, they do. Okay. Um, but like, you know, as if where I would know like where to go specifically in, into that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure really, to be honest with you. Oh, you mean like what university it, you would it, attend? No, like, no. So oh, information, what job? Yeah. Information technology, I guess is that's such a generalized, like broad in term. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? There are more specific things you could do once you get that doctorate in that field. I don't know which one I would really go into. All the only reason I I would choose that now, like if you're making it to where like now, like right now, you have to go and do it. Someone put a gun to my head or whatever is only because I know information uh, technology is just going to advance in the future. Sure, you know what yeah. I mean. So <clears throat> it's going to be, you know, in a field that is definitely going to advance. Can anybody hear me? Please. Can you hear me? Can anybody hear me? If you can hear me, this is Fritz Frivolous. I need your help. I'm stuck. Somehow stuck inside the minds of Will and Tom. I need to escape. Please, please support them and their podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash dude could you imagine or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Distract them long enough for me to break free. You can even leave a like, comment, or subscribe. Again, don't forget about me, Fritz Frivolous. Sure, I'm you know, definitely I, gonna I have. find that interesting because for me, the whole gun to your head situation to me is like, okay, what is the PhD I'm most likely to succeed and write a thesis for? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that that was my reasoning for the for what I would choose, but you didn't you didn't go that route. You you still went with like, well, since I gotta get one, I might as well get one that's good, <laughs> yeah. which is fine. That's <laughs> yeah. a totally yeah. fine yeah. reason. I uh, just find it interesting. <laughs> it wasn't what I expected. I, I, you know, I got a little nervous when the gun was in my head. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think. That that's that's probably the route. That's why I, you know, earlier I was saying like it's very two different things. If I were to naturally in my life be able to go through and get it, it probably would have went to marine mm-hmm. biology. Mm-hmm. But now, you if know, forty one year old me and yeah. somebody was like, "No, you're gonna get it now." It would probably some something to do with technology. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. all right. So when it comes to me, like going back in time, if you had asked me at any given moment what PhD I would want to pursue, it, it could have been different. You know, a very, very young me would have been paleontology. I was mm. obsessed with dinosaurs for quite some time. My want- brother was the same way. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's very common for, for young boys mm-hmm. to get obsessed with dinosaurs. And even now, I have a great, a deep love for dinosaurs and for, for I don't, you wouldn't really call that uh, history because it's pre, pre-history, but, like, uh, the – the science of like ancient earth of like the the formation of our earth and like the history of of like the evolution of life and stuff like that yeah. i find that deeply fascinating um so i mean that might still be on the list of what i would try and get now but i'm not sure yet i haven't gotten there create your first uh Stark's dinosaur park. <laughs> right? A Starkosaurus. Yeah, Stark's. <laughs> oh no. The Stark's Jurassic Park. <laughs> um and then later on, it would have been astronomy, and mm. I have a just an even deeper love of astronomy um, to, to this day. Um, but like I said, like I don't know if I would be very successful at that PhD, just because I'm, I'm quite terrible at math. I, I struggled beyond anything beyond algebra two. I do not think I could handle calculus or trig or you know any of the higher maths. I just don't think yeah. I got the brain for it. 
Um, but I would love to try. I mean, this I, is this is if you naturally went through, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I would love to try because I would think like I would be very, very fulfilled like studying and discovering new celestial bodies. You know what I mean? Oh, like, that would be awesome. Right now, the I think uh, NASA is getting ready to an, or These yeah, the announce the that they are getting everyone. ready to announce. <laughs> that they are that they may have the first images of Sagittarius A, which is a super oh ma- yeah, super I, massive black hole at the I center just of the galaxy. Saw that article, yeah, yeah, so like I would love to be in the room and getting that information and understanding that information mm-hmm. that I'm getting and like that would just be so cool. Like to be on the teams out here trying to find the first possibly habitable, you know, extrasolar planets. You know, mm-hmm. um, every time I I see an article about like, hey, we discovered a new super Earth, which is like, yeah, that's like a, a basically an Earth-like planet or a rocky planet that's much much bigger than the rocky planets in our solar system. Um, I find those fascinating. I just think yeah, cool. I mean that would be cool if you could have them. They're like. Oh, look at look at he just discovered Stark Nebula. You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> why are you always bringing my name into because, it, Tom? Because you have a cool last name, man. <laughs> well, thank Stark. you. Yeah, that, I mean, I mean, it would be cool to have something named after me. Although traditionally, I mean, that's not how they name celestial bodies. They usually name them after yeah. ancient ancient mythology. I mean, if I did it. Come on, Case Nebula. Like, eh, yeah, I guess no. it's not not as cool sounding. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then just the very star types, you know, from brown dwarfs and red dwarfs to quasars, pulsars. Um, neutron stars cool. like there's just so much cool shit out there and it all looks so cool and it's so like it and also like again i have very limited understanding of mathematics but in physics but my my limited understanding of that is that like a lot of these bodies um are so massive that they almost break what we know about the laws of physics you know i just i just find it fucking cool it's just cool oh, tom yeah no that is cool yeah. i didn't even think about that you're right um they're like things that you know we may never experience like obviously in our own lifetime right. or even our own solar system yeah. but like to know that they exist and you were the one yeah who found it and, like, and like and now we're getting it. close to being able to actually capture images of a lot of these things it's yeah. just so cool and like it wasn't until i was much older that i began to meet people that were like terrified of space to the point where like they didn't like learning about that stuff because it really freaks them out wow really And like now that i'm even older than that i kind of understand i think it's similar to people who are terrified of the ocean Oh, I, I do have a little bit of that. Where yeah, the ocean, there's some people who know. just, they don't want to fucking, they don't want to be out there. They don't want to get in there. They don't even want to go to the beach. Like, they're good. Wow. Yeah, um, I do. I can see Yeah, that. I think it's a similar, like, it makes them feel small and vulnerable. And I mm-hmm. guess I can understand that. I don't feel that way. I'm I'm really awestruck by the various galaxies and infinite universe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, later on in my life, I might have tried to get, like, a doctorate in, I don't know if they have a doctorate in this but like if i could pursue something in the sphere of like writing or narrative or fiction um storytelling something along those lines that would be cool i would um, imagine i think i would imagine they would it's possible i don't really know i haven't looked into it but like those are those would be the ones that like my my dream ones growing yeah. up you know if i had to do one now <laughs> click click the guns pointed at your head now yeah right? <laughs> um i think it's definitely going to be anthropology Oh, okay. Um, I love history. Mm-hmm. I love specifically the study of like the development of civilization. I like that too. Like, My dad was into that too. Yeah, going yeah, back to good. the different cradles of civilization, mm-hmm. early like prehistory man, like all that stuff is some of the most interesting shit in the it world is. to me. Um, which is funny because I hate people, but yeah. <laughs> but I love the study but, of but, people. But you like to study dead people. <laughs> yeah, there we yeah. go. Um, so yeah, I think that I I uh, my brain has a 
has a knack from just automatically memorizing anything of historical or anthropological anthropological yeah nature anthropological yeah yeah um so i think i think i'd be pretty well equipped to it i think of all the things i could think of <laughs> yeah. that would be the one field of study that i have the best shot of actually getting a phd at. you would be really good in that field yeah. of study i actually i think that's a really good pick um yeah. ancient greece ancient romans yeah. ancient egyptians ancient chinese dynasties like the Incans, the Mayans, like I want to, I love all that stuff. Yeah. And if I had, if I had to focus on one historical period of time that I really focus my PhD on, it's hard for me to not say the ancient Greeks. Um, but I think I would go, I think it would be the Mesopotamians. Oh, okay. In like that era, like yeah. the Babylonians, that era, because that's like early, early stuff that like, I'm sure I'm not even brushed up on what we know these days, but like, mm. Things like the Epic of Gilgamesh and stuff come from that time period. And yeah. it, it, we're talking about older than even some a lot of the Egyptian stuff. And, like, I just find the idea that there's a lot of a lot of things that we can learn about ourselves from that time period that have been lost that we can still uncover. Yeah, you know, I, I find uh, that field of study very interesting, too. And one thing that I always liked when I would read up on stuff or read articles here and there is I always get surprised on like um they're ancient civilizations, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you, you don't think of them as being as as advanced as we are. Sure. But yeah, like yeah. but sometimes you get surprised at By like certain things that they, they did, did know. Have, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And certain yeah. technologies that they already had, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That yeah. that like some haven't really changed as uh, you know a lot even to this day, you know what I mean? That we still like may use. Yeah. And I always find that really fascinating that like you know, it's like Wow, like you know what I mean? Like like you just think of them like, oh, like what did they know? But like they knew yeah. a lot. You know, I, some civilizations were very it's smart. very easy to forget that like we as a society, you know, as technologically advanced as we've become, we're still very much the same squishy meatheads that we always were. Yeah. Which is yeah. we live in a world full of technology now. <laughs> squishy meatheads. Yeah, that's that's where we are. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that on uh what is that on Men in Black? The alien says like uh what does he say? Like you you uh you sacks of meat or 70% water or sacks of meat. I and mean, that's where we are. Like We're all a bunch of meat yeah. sacks flapping our meat gums around at each other thinking we know anything. Yeah. We don't know anything. Know. That's funny though. So, okay. So if you were naturally growing up, you probably would have went, you know, maybe either something with like astrology or maybe even writing. That's if like you that. ask like child me. Yeah. Right? Child but you. I think if you like, when we get to high school, which is where I really get first introduced to humanities and anthropology. Mm-hmm. And it just like sparked something in my brain that like I fell in love with it. Um, I think high school me would have pursued anthropology. And I think current me would also do that. Yeah. So it would have been the same either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, those are, that, that's a good pick. I, I'm uh, very interested to hear from our listeners to see, uh, you know, maybe like – uh, what they pursued. Uh, maybe people. Yeah. Do what would have you guys PhDs. do? Yeah. Maybe there. Maybe some of our listeners do have PhDs Ooh, and they got to do. Their I would dream. love to hear about your current PhDs, what you're doing with them. Yeah. And, exactly. Uh, if if is the industry or is is the the study what you thought it would be growing up? Yeah, <laughs> that would be really awesome. I would definitely love to hear that. Again, <laughs> I'm an astrophysicist and I fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah, I know that would oh, that would suck. That so would bad. suck. Um, again, if you like what you're hearing here, uh, go ahead and uh, share this with your family, with your friends, uh, enemies, frenemies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, extra dimensional beings, anyone coworkers, else? yeah, coworkers, <laughs> anyone you come in contact with, we would really appreciate it. And dude, could you imagine? Echoes from the past.
and welcome back to Echoes from the Past. Uh, Will, I wanted to bring up something because recently, uh, well, actually, both of us have seen it recently. Doctor Strange. Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Uh, I guess before we say anything, uh, this section of the podcast will have spoilers for Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. If you want to avoid those spoilers, uh, stop now. Come back later after you've watched the movie. Uh, and if you don't care or if you've already seen the movie, continue listening. Yes. Um, and I don't know if it's that big of a – I think – like, you know what? The thing is when it comes to like these big ones, these big movies, uh-huh. like some people just don't want even an iota of yeah, anything. So I think it's just fair to cover this I, one with a I am warning. one of those people. Remember when you yeah. were like, hey, Tom, do you know if uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield was going to be in – Oh, you know, yeah, and yeah. Then, and then you, I'm like, you did no. Not know. I was like, why would I look that up? And you're like, well, I'm going to IMDB it. And I was yeah. like, will – And I did. <laughs> I looked it up right there. I was like, I wanted not to talk know. to me about anything Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, I, I definitely understand that. But uh, what I wanted to bring up was actually from our season two, episode 11, uh, which was called Dream a Little Dream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in that episode, we were talking about, you know, like if your dreams were actually glimpses or into parallel um, connections realities. into parallel realities, you know, yeah. multiple universes. and. The cool thing was in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. They made it so. Yeah. They said that the actual running uh, – or actually, I don't even know if she says it's a theory. Does no, she, it's not a theory. It's a fact. It, yeah. In the in, the, fact, in their yeah. universe, it's a fact that when you dream, it's actually you in another, alter, in another universe. Yeah. You're glimpsing yeah. through the eyes of yourself in another universe. Yeah. The funny yeah. example Doctor Strange asks is he's all – I think he says something to the effect of, so when you're having that dream of when you're in your underwear, in the in the school, like that's actually, actually it's happening. Wong, and it's oh, not it's really. Wong. That's it's, a, yeah. Wong just literally tells Strange, like, so that dream Dude, that you always yeah, have, yeah, it's real. real. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that, yeah. I thought that was so funny when he said that. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was really cool. Also, because that episode was pretty recent, wasn't it? Yeah, it was only episode eleven. We're on episode twenty. This is episode twenty six, I think. Well, when did we start doing the double episodes? A week. Oh man, I want to say because to me that that episode to me feels like it was a month ago. It 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 might have been. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It once feels I, really Once I post them, I forget. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. They're out of my I know. Now. I know. You don't even I, remember the boss that you defeat last no, night in Elden Ring and it drives yeah, you crazy. Yeah, I like, know. Like, what do you mean you don't remember the boss that you spent, like, five to <laughs> ten attempts trying to beat? Or I'm like, hey, I got this spell over here. Oh, where'd you get it? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, unless I keep, like, like notes. You know, Yeah, which sure I've told that. you you probably yeah, want to do with Elden Ring. Anyways, back to Doctor Strange. Um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. And also, I don't know how I would feel if that was reality, though. Like, if, if we knew for a fact that that was true. Um, there That would be very sad because there's been yeah. some dreams that I've had where, yeah. you know, bad things have happened. Like, people have had some like, crazy dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, crazy dreams. Like, that that would be kind of terrible, terribly sad. But at the same time, like, even if dreams aren't glimpses into other realities, if the idea that there is an infinite number of, mul- of universes... Mm-hmm. Um, um, and any and all possibilities can and do exist, well, then, like, it's equally sad that way, too, because, like, all these terrible and yeah. great things are all happening simultaneously across the multiverse. And that means they're having a dream right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm dr- like another mul- uh, universe me is having a dream that he's recording a podcast. Yeah. There, there's an anthropologist uh, me that is dreaming yeah. <laughs> about me being a podcaster, mm-hmm. and there is a astronaut me Dreaming about being an anthropologist. Yeah. And you know what? And just to go to one extreme to the other, I know that one uh, universe me is uh, has superpowers and can fly because I've had that dream, right? <laughs> but then another one uh, 
gigantic meteors are hitting the earth and uh and killing it's, us all. it's killing us all in another you know oh so. man but dude could you imagine <laughs> the podcast you have just heard are the imaginings from the highly evolved minds of the extra dimensional beings will and tom it has been translated into a format more easily understood by the human mind interpret it as you will Should you find yourself seeking more answers to life's most intriguing mysteries, you can show your support by becoming a Patreon member at patreon.com slash dude could you imagine. You can also leave an Apple Podcast review. You can subscribe to us on Instagram at dude underscore could you imagine, on Twitter at DCY imagine, and on our YouTube channel where you can leave a like and a comment. We can also be reached through our email Dude, could you imagine at gmail.com? We leave you now so that you may gather your thoughts until we meet again to ponder the meaning of the cosmos and ask, Dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? We're still very much the same squishy meatheads that we always were. Yeah, which is yeah. we live in a world full of technology now. <laughs> squishy meatheads. Yeah, that's that's where we are. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that on? Uh, what is that on? Men in Black. The alien says, "Like, uh, what does he say? Like, you, you, uh, you sacks of meat, or seventy percent water, or sacks of." Meat I mean, that's where we are. Like we're all a bunch of meat yeah. sacks flapping our meat gums around at each other, thinking we know anything. Yeah. We don't know anything. I know. That's funny though.